this week. We got three segments and a special guest in the studio. Well, and I'm in the studio. We've got Vic Desai from Accenture, Accenture joining us. We got Aswa, Asif, Aswa. We're going to have to start this one. <laughs> We're going to let Paul, Paul handle this one. Uh, uh, we got Matt Alderman and Asif are joining us. We're going to talk about some layered insight and some problems. And there's a ton of startup and security news you need to know, uh, including Bombgar's big acquisition this week and Red Hat's big acquisition this week. It's Business Security Weekly, and it's starting now. This is Security Weekly, for security professionals, by security professionals. Broadcasting live from G-Unit Studios in Rhode Island, it's the show about security startups, how to secure your startup, and advice for security startups, it's Business Security Weekly. Brought to you by, do you have a website, an external presence, employees, an office? Any of these things can be compromised and attacked. How are you defending these assets? Have you penetration tested these public assets? Start 2018 by taking a proactive approach to securing your vulnerable areas. Black Hills Information Security has been helping companies find their weaknesses since 2008. Email consulting at blackhillsinfosec.com and see how they can help you sleep better at night. Hopefully the words won't fail me this time. Welcome, Business Security Weekly. It's episode number 72. It is Friday, February 2nd, 2018, and I am in G-Unit Studios in lovely, cold, a little bit snowy Rhode Island. And this week, I am joined by Paul, as always, and on my right-hand side is Matt Alderman, all the way in from Colorado. Yeah, two days in a row. Yeah, this is the first time you and I've met in person too. So we've yeah. we've uh, met over the years, and then the three of us had a chance to do a little chat. We spent, yesterday we spent some quality time. It was fun. We did. Yeah, we made some progress yesterday, which was we did. great. It was good. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, and uh, I I don't know if I mentioned it to you, Matt, but we had told the person uh, that we're meeting with. Uh, we had a meeting, and I said, "Are you guys going to need the whole three hours?" And Sam said, "Well, it's Michael and Paul, so yeah." <laughs> and I think now we're going to say, "When it's Michael, Paul, and Matt." Add an extra hour. Yeah, add another three hours. Add it up. So, uh, so that'd be good. A couple quick announcements. Uh, we're starting with some of the on-demand material now, and there's actually a fun webcast up. It's a, it's a really cool discussion between you and John Strand looking at the state of pen testing. And I have to tell you, um, I, I watched it partly to, to try to understand it a little bit, and I actually took notes. Like I went back and watched it again. So it was entertaining, as always, from you guys. But the content was really on point. I liked it. So you can check that out, securityweekly.com slash on demand. Uh, and there's some others there, too, that you could check out right now from Cyber Reason, uh, that one from Black Hills, Onapsis, Signal Sciences, and Stealth Fits. And it's a program that we're going to keep advancing as we look through the year. We're doing some conversations about that in the way that works uh, yesterday as well. Uh, and we got InfoSec World. That's going to be March 29th to 21st this coming, um, well, I guess about a month away, month and a half away. March it, 19th through the 21st. It'll be at Lake, Lake Buena Vista, Florida. So that's code for Disney. It'll be at Disney. And if you're going, you can save 15% off the main conference or the World Pass. Use the code OS18-SW. It's interesting. My talk will be on using open source software in the enterprise uh, for security. 
I forget exactly what the what I said. To, the title's more exciting and interesting than that. But uh, watching John's technical, John and Joff's technical segment last night gave me some good, good fodder. There you go. Yeah. Well, and we've had a number of the folks that are going to be there have been on the program, uh, and they've I've talked with us about it uh, on this program. Jennifer Manella joined us a couple weeks ago. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I know Diana Kelly, Ed Moyle, uh, were on Paul mm-hmm. Security Weekly a couple weeks ago. So lots of lots of good folks there, lots of good stuff, and uh, the Security Weekly crew will be there as well. So you can stop by, Absolutely. check us out, check some of that stuff out. So we'll see you there. So I want to get down, uh, and I, you know, as I guess uh, as we bring Vic Desai in. So Vic is the global managing director. Uh, at Accenture in the security group. And my career got started at Accenture back when it was still Anderson Consulting, but we now say Accenture, of course. And I was there through that whole transition process. So it's always fun for me to have this type of a conversation. Uh, and uh, Vic's got a fantastic experience in the startup world as well as looking at this. And so we're going to have a great conversation about that. Vic, welcome to Business Security Weekly. Sorry. Hi, everybody. Great to be here. Very cool. So one of the things that you and I have already talked about and I kind of wanted to get into is um, a little bit about when we start looking at Accenture and we look at innovation and we look at startups and stuff, you guys have a pretty interesting ecosystem around that. And you made this great comment uh, about what it's like when you plug somebody into the ecosystem. Tell us a little bit about that then, because I don't know a lot of people realize that you partner with startups. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's one of my favorite things to talk about because a company the size of Accenture, if you think about it, more than 400,000 people all over the world, uh, and you think about a big company, but what you don't realize is that it's an incredible enabler of startup companies who bring very disruptive, advanced technology um, that when combined with all the industry knowledge Accenture brings to the table, you deliver some really valuable outcomes for our clients. So here's what can happen. Uh, if you're a startup that has a fantastic capability, you get plugged into an ecosystem like Accenture. We'll do one of two things. We can either help you become incredibly successful, uh, and we help clients change the world, um, or we're going to electrocute you if you're not ready. <laughs> so, you know, if you've got something that's really differentiating, you know, come talk to us, but be prepared for the type of interest and support you're going to get. So, Vic, one of the um areas that we were talking about earlier and prep for the show was give us an idea of some of those areas where Accenture is accelerating innovation and then what types of startups are you looking for to help you know plug into the the ecosystem at Accenture where are those big projects where are those big trends that are they're driving you just to give some of the listeners on the show you know are is their startup a, a fit for you know assisting Accenture yeah, so, you know, great question. So, look, as background, you know, I've led three or four different startups across uh, my career. And in every one of them, we've found these great capabilities. We've developed new capabilities. But the one thing that we lacked was an understanding of how that technology can solve a real-world, industry-specific problem. And that's what Accenture brings to the table. So we understand exactly how uh, each of our clients in specific industries work, how security needs to be tailored um, to the way in which a particular client in the pharmaceutical business is different than a client that's in the retail business. So what, what are we looking for? Well, it's the buzzwords that you are out there hearing all today. It's, you know, it, it's artificial intelligence. It's robotic process automation. Uh, however, it's taking it and then applying it in a way that solves a real problem that exists today 
for the largest companies in the world. Great. Well, you know, and what I like about this too is what we cover on the show a lot is that when you look at a lot of the innovation happening in the industry today, it's in that, that startup. And one of the things that you pointed out, Vic, is that you guys have an ecosystem. I mean, you're, you're working across industries. You're working with large organizations, solving some pretty cutting edge problems. So does that, is that exciting for you then? So as you transition from that side to it, and now you're the managing director in Accenture, does that let you kind of keep some of that, that, I guess we'll stay with electricity, uh, by staying connected to that startup culture? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in the startup world. I still spend time in the startup world. I, I mentor startup teams at Yale. Um, and likewise, in my job at Accenture, I sit on the board of companies, startup companies that we've invested in. So here, here's the way it really works out. I understand the way in which a startup can deliver a unique added value, call it an unfair advantage that Accenture can leverage as we create a broader solution that solves a specific problem for a client. So, you know, that's a very rare, uh, you know, win-win for everybody because you've got these companies that have created a unique capability. They can't quite reach the market that they need to reach in order to change the world, but Accenture is already there helping to create that solution. And maybe, you know, there's a piece that they're bringing to the table that makes our solution even more powerful. And then with that client, we change their business. You talk about digital transformation. Young companies that come and work with us and, and the work that we do in exchange with uh, back with those companies helps them change the world. So it's an exciting place to be. So Accenture invests in startups and partners with startups. Are you involved in trying to make some of those selections or how does that work? Because it's, it's, that's a pretty interesting thing I, I don't know a lot of people pay attention to. Yeah, so, you know, boy, Accenture is an incredibly large company. We've got uh, a tremendous amount of, I'll call it rocket fuel cash, uh, that we can put to use uh, in support of our clients. So um, we will partner with young companies. Um, we will uh, take a minority investment position in companies if we think that will help, uh, you know, the relationship and, and bring new capabilities to market. And then don't forget that Accenture also creates its own technology and its own capabilities. So oftentimes we can take unique things that we've created in our innovation labs, pair it with what uh, a startup can bring to the table as either a partner or as an invested uh, company and create something that's even more powerful than anybody else had ever envisioned. And, and yes, I get involved in that. Um, you know, we, uh, we are an investor as an example uh, in a company by the name of Endgame. Uh, Endgame has a tremendously powerful endpoint solution uh, that's been adopted by the you know, three-letter acronym agencies and, and many of the largest companies in the world. And we work with them to take that capability, um, create a, a managed offering in which we can extend that power to companies who wouldn't normally be able to field a, a staff of hunters uh, and maintain and, and, and keep educating them. Uh, but in conjunction with Accenture's capabilities, we deliver that technology as a service to clients who normally wouldn't be able to take advantage of that, that type of capability. So again, you know, clients win. Um, we help protect key industries. We deliver our solutions in a way that's really meaningful for the sweet suites of those companies. And the startup companies get an opportunity to plug into an ecosystem they wouldn't normally get access to. I love, I love always being in the center of that. So what's it like for you? I mean, one of the things we're talking about is Accenture's hiring. It, you know, I mean, 
I think I told you when we talked the other day, uh, I was one of the early people in the security practice. I mean, it, it's grown immeasurably since then. So you're always looking for new people. What's it been like for you then joining Accenture? Kind of, I mean, it sounds like you're still keeping your fingers in all the things that you were doing. What's your experience been like then crossing into consulting? Yeah, the, into the dark world. So, you know, I, I've been here for a little less than three years. Um, I, I still don't consider myself per se a consultant. Um, but what I am is uh, a person who can come to a company within the industries I have expertise and help them understand how we can solve an operational problem, right? So there isn't a company on the planet, whether you're a startup or a very large company, that's going to cure cybersecurity. What we're going to do is help clients de-risk their business models, but at the same time help them achieve a digital transformation that enables them to do things better, faster, smarter, to make more money, to help more people that are their end users. So, you know, all that together you know, for me has been an incredible journey because I can do so many more things here at Accenture than I could at a startup. Um, I'll, I'll give you a, a real world example. You know, one of the things that when you join a startup, you'll get a gazillion stock options. And of course, you think those gazillion stock options are either going to be worth a dollar, maybe $10 a piece, and you're going to be this incredibly wealthy person at the end of the day. But the dirty secret is that you, know, you really don't make any money most times at the end of the day because those stock options are worthless until your company's sold or goes public. And more times than not, you know, you're sold. And all those investors who put money into the company make money first before you do. And if there's anything left, then you'll make some money. Yes, it's worked for one out of 10 people or something like that. Um, but, you know, think about an opportunity to join a company that invests continuously in innovation. They work with startups, and we still have that same type of startup culture. But you've got the backing of a you know, $35, $36 billion company behind you. You get to have your cake and eat it, too. And I'd actually venture to you know, anybody take a look at the performance of Accenture stock over the last 10 years, and you're going to see a curve that is unmatched by just about any startup. Yeah, no, I, I think it's an interesting point. I, I also like the fact, I've always enjoyed that when you get to do consulting at a, at, a mere, at a more pure level of consulting versus like contracting or just trying to get a gig, uh, you get that opportunity to go solve problems. And you and I are talking about, you know, you're able to take all of your years of experience and apply that. I think that's that's probably worth discussing what that's like because when you're looking for people, you're not just looking for people that are right out of college, right? You're when you're hiring at Accenture, you're also looking for people that have experience in their industry or in their role, and they might be looking for that change to go solve that problem. And what you and I have found out is that clients kind of like it if you've got actual experience in their position, what they're like. So, what are some of the things then that you're looking yeah. for? for people to come and to join your team? So we look primarily for people who have experience uh, in cybersecurity, but as related to specific industries. And it, it doesn't have to be one specific industry per se, but you know, what I'm trying to say is that you have an expertise in a particular industry, and, and perhaps you also have a corresponding expertise in, a, in one of the domains, the primary domains of cybersecurity. So perhaps you're an application security specialist, or a cyber defense specialist. There's different parts of Accenture that uh, we can align you to, and you can take your experience working in the life sciences business uh, in association with cyber defense, let's say, and you can then talk to that client about how they protect their intellectual property from Chinese hackers, 
who happen to have a program called 2025 in which they want to create uh, or advance the uh, the um, uh, you know the ability of China to not only be a a a, uh, a low cost manufacturer but high quality manufacturer. Well, you know we're worried that our secrets are being stolen. So you take somebody now who has experience in life sciences. They have experience in cyber defense. They understand the threats that are unique to life sciences that take place. They're a perfect example of someone with an experienced uh, type of background to join Accenture. Equally exciting is somebody who's new and out of college. We can help them learn all about cybersecurity, expose them to a broad number of industries, and then they can choose which one of the industries makes them excited to work, you know, get up and work, work every day. You know, that's a great experience. You know, when you go to work, uh, conversely, you know, I, I've done this as you know, when you go to work for a startup, chances are you're going to be doing one specific thing and you've been hired because of one particular capability. And you really don't have the ability to, to expand your breadth of knowledge and figure out, did I miss something else that would have been even more exciting? And then to work with clients to actually solve problems that are meaningful. And, and again, you know, we'll move the needle in changing uh, the market or changing the world or helping to protect uh, people more broadly against cyber threats. I remember one of the things that really stood out to me uh, when I was there was, uh, and you and I talked about this the other day, it was what we called St. Charles. It was a place you, you went, and you went as a new analyst, and you went as a new consultant, and you went as a new manager, and there's all sorts of stuff. And you, and you said it's still there kind of, and there's some changes to it. But w what I'm still fascinated with is it's not, okay, great, you've got experience, come, you'll work for us. There's still quite a bit of coaching and mentoring. What's that, what's that like? What can people expect then uh, yeah. if, they, if they get selected to join the team? So let me tell you, um, your education never ends. I don't care whether you're an entry-level employee uh, or you're, you're the most senior managing director in the company. Um, we have this unbelievable facility outside of Chicago and St. Charles in which it, it's really, it's like a university campus. And we continuously train and teach our people so that they can understand what's taking place with respect to innovations and best practices uh, across a variety of subjects. So. You know, the great thing about Accenture is that you never stop learning. Um, and, you know, even at, with my level of experience, I'm learning all the time. In fact, just week after next, we're going to gather all of the managers and above across Accenture Security in North America together in St. Charles. And we're going to talk about what are our clients seeing? What are the new capabilities that are coming into the market that we can leverage to help them become even you know, more safe or, or, or to mitigate risks associated with their business? And, and what are the key business uh, issues that they're facing? So by the time, you know, after that week, after our folks depart, you know, they've not only built greater circles of connectivity from a relationship perspective, they've learned a lot more, and um, they're able to apply this knowledge immediately you know, the following week. It's a fantastic environment. Yeah, I'm actually kind of jealous listening you know, to that. What's interesting, it got me thinking, and, you know, I've been reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I think you can kind of take away from that, like, oh, I should always just, like, have my own company and never work for for anyone. But I think what, what Vic was underscoring is that, for me, there's a difference between a job and a career. I think one of those major differentiators are what is my company that I'm working for doing to help educate me, to help advance my career, to help develop me as a person in this field. And I think there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, I talk to that are kind of feel stuck in their job today. And one of the common themes in that is, yeah, we don't have any training budget. I'm not allowed to go to training. I'm yeah. not allowed to go to conferences. Yeah. Yeah. And what Vic just yeah. said was like the complete opposite. Vic laid in with, 
well, yeah, like we educate all of our employees and it's a learning experience all the time. Dude, that's super important. Well, just think about yeah. the, the power it, it, of the trend. Go ahead. It, that's the only way you, you can actually maintain relevance, right? I mean, think about it. In, in today's environment, whether it's security or any other area, technology is evolving about every six months. And that's a pace in which people by themselves can't keep up with. Yep. It's not like when when I was young, you know, technology was evolving every couple of years. But you know, now, again, every six months, you need to maintain that education and be selfish about it. In becoming selfish about it, you become more educated, you can help people more, and you also become more attractive uh, you know, from a, a career perspective. Well, I know just the three of us sitting yesterday and talking and trading ideas and notes was really energetic. Being able to sit and do that with a group of people looking across clients, looking across industries, looking across technologies, and then trying to figure out what was exciting and what not. So I'm actually just kind of curious. I mean, so what do you guys do after that meeting, Vic? I mean, does somebody categorize some themes and, and does that guide a, a focus or is it just a chance to come together and just trade notes? Yeah, so um, I, <laughs> we actually don't wait till after the meeting. Uh, in, as part of those meetings, we actively take whatever we're talking about. You know, uh, let me just make this up. If we're talking about artificial intelligence and what's the difference between AI and machine learning and what's practically capable uh, or possible today, how do we take those capabilities and then match them up with issues we know are facing our clients right now. And chances are, if, uh, if we're having a, if one of our teams has seen this problem exist in you know, one of the top five consumer products goods companies, the other four or the other 15 are also having that problem. So we'll sit down right there and talk about how do we harness that capability? How do we potentially improve it? Uh, perhaps work with a client to adapt it um, to that client's environment and use that as a prototype to then bring to market. You know, one of the, um, we have a, a series of facilities around the world, uh, including uh, a, play, a facility we refer to as the Dock. Uh, it's in Dublin, and it, it's really an unbelievable open, open environment in which we prototype in very rapid succession new solutions that leverage things like robotics and leverage AI and leverage machine learning, put it apply it towards a particular problem um, resolution area. And at the end of just a couple of days, we come out with a working prototype. We include our clients with that too. So you know what I'm trying to paint a picture of for you here is no matter what you're doing in your startup today, you're probably focused on a very specific area. You have a defined amount of jet fuel cash that can be applied towards the development of that capability. And the ultimate uh, objective is to bring that capability to market. What we're doing is think of startups at the client level that are funded by Accenture by leveraging all the laboratory facilities that we have, the expanded ecosystem of partners and startups that we can tap into. And we rapidly prototype and develop solutions that solve real problems, problems that are facing the C-suite. And if it's facing the C-suite, it really matters to that client. They need to get it solved now. And that's what we're all about. Not not you know extending uh, uh, some smart hands, I'll call it, to augment the staff of uh, of a security company, but let's just say to solve big problems have to do with the business that that client's in, leveraging security technologies that either we've developed, come from partners, come from a broader ecosystem, but are applied in a way that you know are instantly meaningful. I love that. Thoughts? Innovation is not dead. 
No, innovation is definitely not dead. I, I think too, what, what's kind of interesting is that uh, I think there's a lot of confusion in our industry about what consulting is or isn't. Right. And and listening to Vic, I, I get really kind of energized about this. Well, I like that there's a research well, component. Well, you know, we're hiring, so if you want to apply for a job, that's perfectly come fine. Back. Like, come, come back. Come back to the fold. <laughs> come full circle, Michael. I have to tell you, like, it, it's kind of in my, like, I, I'll say there's there's a piece of it in my head. That's, uh, it definitely sounds, uh, it's amazing for me how much it, it grew as everybody did it. And you're right. So if somebody wants to apply, it's Accenture.com slash security careers. And then I guess they should right. just say, I saw, Vic, I saw Vic on Business Security Weekly. There you go. And uh, so, so I want in. Uh, Vic, anything else people should know? You know, I, I would just leave it at this. My personal experience, and that's, this is really what I really wanted to convey to everybody, is that it's immensely rewarding and exciting to work with a startup. It's immensely rewarding and even more exciting to be able to take the best pieces of a startup, inject it into a, a problem that needs to be solved, have access to clients who want that solution, and to see the whole thing be given birth and to deliver it. You know, it, it creates a relationship with clients that's really lasting, it's fulfilling to you as an individual, and you get to do some really exciting stuff. That, that's really the message at the end of the day, and, and that's the beauty of Accenture. Um, you know, one of the fellows who um, I spoke with on my way in, uh, who's our chief analytics officer, now, now part of our, our intelligence organization, told me that think of Accenture as a blank piece of paper with the opportunity to create the masterpiece of your choosing. And it really is up to you. The company will give you all the tools. And it, I, my challenge to you is that if you have the energy the direction, the vision to take those tools and do something with them, then this is the company for you to be with. I love that. Yeah, that's, ex that's great. It's exciting. Mm, uh, it's pretty cool. Vic, thanks so much for joining us on Business Security Weekly. Uh, fantastic. And hopefully you and I will get a chance to meet at some point in the future. I look hey, forward what to was it. that link again, Michael? Sounds good. Accenture.com slash security careers. Awesome. Thanks so much, Vic. Cheers, guys. All right. With that, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with Matt and have a conversation about Layered Insight. See you in a minute.